What is up, guys? My name is Lucas. Welcome to Just Being Real, a podcast by a pastor and his wife talking about the journey and being what God called him to be, a pastor. What's up, guys? Glad you guys are here. Hope you like this podcast. Give it a subscribe. Enjoy. We'd like to welcome you to Just Being Real. My name is Rodney Kincaid, and I'm in the studio with my wife, Shelly Kincaid, and we want to thank you for joining us. What we'd like to do right now is just to introduce uh, to you this podcast, what it's all about, what our perspective is from it, and what we hope to accomplish uh, from this podcast. So what I'd like to do is just introduce us, and I'm going to let my lovely wife go first. So Shelly, why don't you share with us who you are, where you're from, and all that good stuff. Well, first, I want to say I think it's funny that my husband says, welcome to our studio, because this is our kitchen. <laughs> so, yeah. They don't know that. They don't know that, but, they but know you that know, now. this is being real. We're sitting in our kitchen at our island with all this microphone stuff, and my son is loving it. So, yeah. So, anyways, I am Shelly Kincaid. I'm born and raised in West Virginia, up a holler called Mudlick. Holler. Yep. Holler, that is. And yeah, I lived up there probably 20 years. And um, I don't know, born and raised in West Virginia. What do you say? There's not much to it. Went off to college. Went off to college, went to Mount Vernon, Nazarene University, and um, ended up getting a job. Uh, did not finish college. Um, but I ended up getting a job and came back home and and lived there for a while and uh, just worked, um, trying to get my life back in order. Had a little rough spell there in my early 20s. Um, you were raised in church, weren't you? But I was raised in church. Church was, um, it was tough. I was in a Baptist church. Um, Shout out to all our Baptist friends. Yeah, growing up early in my life, and that was hard. Um, it was a... Independent Fundamental Baptist Church, and that was a tough one. I was kind of legalistic, just going to be honest, and I just about walked away from church, to be honest with you, Mm. from that experience. My dad pulled us out of that church, and we ended up in the Nazarene Church when I was a teenager, and it was the best move he ever made. I'm so thankful for that, Um, because they loved me. Um, There were some rough spots in my teenage years, and then when I went off to college, it kind of got rougher. And I was just trying to figure out who I was, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But about 25, um, that frontal lobe, I think, kind of connected in your brain, and I started mm-hmm. growing up a little bit and yeah. taking responsibility for me. And I met my husband, Rodney, and we got that married. Would be me. Yeah, and we got married, and we've been married for 25 years now. I am now back in school trying to finish my degree in Christian counseling. Mm-hmm. That's been interesting now at my age, trying to finish it, but I'm actually really loving it. Amen. Good. So Good. Well, we were both raised in, in the same town. Uh, you were up a hollow. I was a city boy, well, town boy, basically. We were uh, both raised in Mannington, West Virginia, and uh, I'm about a, uh, about a year and a half older than Shelly. Graduated in uh, 1985. She graduated in 84 from um, 86. I'm sorry, 86. Yes, sorry, <laughs> I went the wrong way there. Um, so anyway, 
And um, from high school, we graduated from high school there. But my uh, my formative years uh, ra- being raised, uh, we didn't we didn't go to church. Uh, we weren't raised in church. Uh, I probably didn't uh, attend church in a formal setting uh, until I was a couple times. We went to church uh, when I was in high school. I want to say like that that 14, 15, 16 year old age somewhere around there. Uh, it's probably when I've drove my mom the, the craziest. She thought, man, we got to get God in on this or something. I don't know. But anyway, uh, we went uh, maybe six months, maybe a year. I'm not sure. But uh, um, but we uh, we were. I was raised in Mannington. Um, Shelly and I really, we didn't uh, know each other that well, did we? Um, no, uh-uh, we really didn't. Yeah, we did, our paths never really crossed, which was amazing uh, in a small town. Um, but... Anyway, we uh, uh, we ended up uh, crossing paths later on, but I um, I had uh, going through a rough patch uh, rough patch when I was younger, uh, uh, just coming out of high school into into college, and uh, and then um, uh, a few years later after that, I, I, I got married, uh, got a young girl pregnant. We got married, and 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 that didn't last long at all. My daughter was about six months old uh, when uh, my wife left me, and. Um, so uh, we got divorced, and uh, I became a part-time dad, and that was probably um, uh, the lowest point in my life, really. Um, and and you'll probably later on in in the podcast, uh, we'll probably talk a little bit more about some of our stories, uh, our testimony, uh, where we came from, and, and our life, and all of that. So, but raised in Mannington, West Virginia, um, and I ended up going to a Nazarene church in Mannington. I was invited to church by a pastor's wife. And uh, she um, just started befriending me. I worked at her uh, grocery store while I was going to college and finishing up. And I was divorced. And and she, in, in this friendship that she developed with me, she invited me to church one night. And I came to church. And it's kind of history after that. I uh, fell in love with the people. The people really, I felt, fell in love with me. And so uh, we, uh, and we, we'll, we'll tell more about that story uh, as these podcasts go, you'll probably know a lot more about us than you really probably want to know. Well, that's um, the whole meaning. It's the of this. whole point of this, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, exactly. Being real. So we, uh, Shelly and I, met in in the, in the church in Sunday school class and um, started developing a friendship, and uh, we knew each other for about a year, um, and then um, we I asked her out on a date one night, and uh, we got married uh, about uh, you know. Uh, after that, and we've been married for 25 years now. Yep. Uh, December 24th, 1994 is when we got married. So we went into, uh, I. it's interesting because after we got married, I always heard you say, um, thank God oh, I'm yes. not a pastor's wife. <laughs> I did. I, 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 Multiple I, times. I think that was like the mantra of our evening dinners, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, we'd yeah. sit down and eat and we'd start out, thank dear Lord, Lord thank you food. for this food. Thank you, I'm not a preacher's wife. <laughs> so, so, uh, so then God kind of started uh, messing with me uh, in a calling to preach. And um, so I battled that thing for about a year. Uh, Cause I was scared to death. Uh, I wasn't scared of God. Crazy. I was scared of losing my wife. <laughs> it's really what it was. And uh, so we, I, any, anyway, long story short there, I, I accepted the call in the ministry. Um, we, uh, I think I got my first local license in 1997. So anyway, and uh, what we did is um, we, uh, I, I got my first license in 1997. And then what we did is um, 
uh, we entered into the ministry. I uh, started going to classes and, and getting an education towards that. I'd, I'd had a degree in engineering. I was uh, miserable in that. And um, so, but once I accepted the call, we started going, I started getting my education in ministry. And so long story short, you got your 19, local, license. local license, and I got my district license. And then um, 1999, I think it was, um, uh, April of 1999, we entered into the ministry, uh, and we took a position as a youth pastor in uh, Richmond, Virginia, Verina, actually, a suburb of Richmond, Virginia. Uh, went there as a youth pastor, was there for about a year and a half. Uh, I, remember, remember, I remember it really well because we were down there during the Y2K. Remember oh, when yes. the whole world was supposed to end or something? and. And, everybody uh, get all the water you can. Yeah, everybody was buying water. It was crazy. <laughs> it's sort of like the toilet paper thing we just right. went through, right? So this is water. Um, but You're anyway. Listening to this 20 years later. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is 2020 and exactly. the pandemic. Oh, man. Our first pandemic. Every 20 years, they say. I don't know. Anyway. Don't know. So uh, we, we were down there, um, came, left uh, there, and uh, came back to West Virginia, pastored two um, senior pastor positions, two Nazarene churches in West Virginia. Uh, ended up going to um, Ohio. I pastored. I've pastored two churches in Ohio uh, in a 12-year period, and then we uh, find ourselves here in Huntsville, Alabama, and we are the senior pastor at Journey Church of the Nazarene. And so that kind of brings us up to where we're at right now and in, in, in our life. So I, I would say. Um, you know, in, in, in this podcast, what we're hoping to accomplish and what we'd like to see happen is, is really um, just kind of being able to get it out to congregational individuals, the congregants of the churches, to let them know that I don't know what your perspective is of pastors and their families, but really the bottom line is, is we are real. Uh, we're real just like you. We hurt like you. We bleed just like you. We we have feelings just like you. We uh, we get upset sometimes just like you do. Um, we are on a journey with Jesus just like you are. And so what we are hoping to do is to kind of just give you an insight on a pastor's family. What we hope that does is that brings about the um, the idea of of you being able to uh, listen in. And and maybe have a different view of your pastor and 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 and, this, and his spouse or her spouse and uh, as as a pastor's family, uh, but we also hope what hope what what we hope is accomplished from this as well is we hope that maybe pastors are listening to this, and because I know a lot of pastors that are are not very real with their people. Well, they're, they're afraid to. They're scared. Yeah. 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 And, and, and sometimes it's just putting yourself out there and being vulnerable. Yeah. And I know that's hard. Yeah. But we have found, we have found that um, when you do put yourself out there, your church is more receptive to you. Yeah. Well, I, I will admit, open to you. the majority of them are. Yeah. Majority of the people. Some of them don't like it. Majority <laughs> of people love realness, but I will say. And that's one of the things that we have found as a as a family's or a pastor's family is is that some people when they get upset with you 
will use that against you then later mm-hmm. on. And so it makes pastors reserved and don't want to share that. What we're hoping to accomplish is for pastors and their families to be able to, to feel comfortable in sharing and hopefully congreg- congregational members are more open to seeing their pastor in a different setting, a different light, and, and just kind of coming to understand that they're real. I can't tell you how many times, I mean, seriously, Shelly, how many times has people come up to us and said, you guys are so real. Well, I mean, when we left our church in Jefferson, yeah. you know, that was our longest span that we had ever been somewhere. Yeah. And people come up to us and mention things that we had forgotten about yes, that we journeyed that. with them. And, you know, we were there in, in difficult situations or we shared stories with mm-hmm. them. You know, we shared personal things with them and they were thanking us. Oh, thank you for sharing this story or that story with us. And right. because it made it made me be able to open up to you and share with you. And I was like, gosh, I don't even remember doing that. Yeah. You know, it's just so natural for us to do it. And, you know, it's important to people to... I mean, it's one thing to go to a counselor and talk your problems out, but it's another thing when a counselor sits there and opens up to you. I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to do that as a counselor, but when someone opens up to you and shares you their life with you as well, Mm -hmm. you know, it helps you to see it from another perspective. Yeah. And also doesn't make you feel like you're the only one. Right. You're not alone. alone. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so that's kind of. Yeah, and that's kind of what we're hoping to accomplish here is just to to give a safe environment uh, for pastors to be able to open up and share. So you're going to hear funny stories. You're going to hear some maybe uh, sad stories. You're going to hear some emotional uh, moments in a pastor's lives. And we will probably end up changing names on some people if some, we share yeah. some stories just because we want to p- keep their side of it confidential we may hold off on sharing any type of church names or anything like that and so but we we hope to be able to create an environment where they're able to share and let us know how they felt about it you're going to know really a little bit more a lot more about us and how we have felt about circumstances and situations and so so that's kind of the the gist of this podcast and so we are looking forward to it i think we're we've got a pretty good lineup and some uh, focuses and issues that we're going to want to take a look at and deal with uh, over these next, uh, you know, um, uh, ten to twenty uh, episodes. So we're looking forward to that. And yeah, so we, and we, we might even have a few guests. Yes, exactly, exactly. So we do have someone in the studio that's going to have to be leaving in about five minutes, but we want to, he's our producer. We'll call him uh, the producer, and he is our youngest son who's getting ready to head off to Treveca. But uh, Luke, you, uh, it's, it's, uh, we really appreciate you and helping us out and doing this. Yeah, well, you've been a big help, buddy. You have been. So good to have you here. We want to say hi to everybody. What's up, y'all? <laughs> My name is Lucas. I obviously, he said I'm going to college this year. Uh, kind of a sucky senior year, but still kind of a blast. I'm about to head to work, so that's about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, real quick, Lucas, if we could kind of like go back a little bit, give us your perspective, just a little tidbit, because there's going to be there's going to be an episode that we interview you and some other PKs and your brother. Yeah, probably your brother. I don't know. Oh, dear. That might get really crazy. (laughs) But just give us a little snippet of being a pastor's kid and, you know, what you 
how you feel? Well, um, during communion, you get to have a lot of uh, communion juice. <laughs> oh, see, don't share that. This is great. Because there might a, be some people that I'm don't have a bunch of pastors now see, okay, sending we're being me real. messages and we're going, being real. how Lucas, dare you do that? <laughs> Lucas and Logan always drank the rest of the communion, so there you go. But no, uh, it's kind of cool. Um, usually on weekdays, I get to go to the church for free and... Uh, our church has <laughs> our church has a, like a gym and uh, oh, get to yeah. hang out there and it has a bunch of instruments on stage and I like music so but uh, PKs are it has their struggles in school especially but not just in school but in the environment sometimes especially at work but um, there's always ups and downs about being a PK. Well, tell us what do you mean P- ups and downs at work? Uh, at work. Or just all around. Just in general. Well, give, me a, give us an um, a, illustration. Well, at work, I get like picked on. I usually am I, uh, either called a child or um, a P, the pastor's kid or the preacher's kid. That's a big one. Preacher's kid down in the south. Um, but um, no, it's just the, just kind of name calling. That's a They kind of look at you like a goody two-shoes. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes they'd be like, oh, he's a pastor's kid. He's gets away with a lot or something like that but um <laughs> a lot of a lot of teens uh especially around this time graduation kids are up in like oh you're gonna get so much money because all these people from the church are sending you cards and i'm like okay first of all i'm not asking secondly it's just i it, people love me and <laughs> they just don't love you I'm just, I'm just <laughs> but no yeah, it's just yeah. uh, there's some obviously there's some ups and downs about being a pastor's kid but uh, there's, it's just, that's just going to be life. You're just a lovable kid. Yep. I will say in being the fact that we've pastored, uh, you know, four out of the five churches that we've pastored has been out of our, uh, element of, of our family, yeah. meaning we haven't been around mom and dad, grandma and grandpas and, right. and cousins and stuff like that. So in the church, really, uh, I, I think Lucas, you would agree when you that, um, th- there's been a lot of uh, uh, grandmas and grandpas in the, each of those churches. The that, yeah, kind of filled the void there, hasn't there? Yes. Yeah. And, and that, that's and been it, nice. And so, yeah, and that's a perspective that I don't think uh, young kids, young teenagers have of the preacher's kid. Yeah. They, they don't understand they don't some realize, of that. I that, mean, think about you know your what? life yeah. away from your family. Right. You know, you don't get birthdays with your cousins. You don't get, you know, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Easter, Christmas. Those are the big holidays that you're away from your families. Right. And, you know, that's, that's a difficult time sometimes. And then, you know, when you comes around for your birthday, um, we normally invite the church people because they're our family. They're our family. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think the other thing too, is that with, with the teens and, and, and not understanding that. I mean, you know, a lot of people don't, you know, realize that we, we moved down here. It was your junior year of high school. Um, and, and that was, that was pretty hard. That was very instrumental in our decision of coming down here, whether we were going to come or not. I know it's a God thing. Don't get me wrong. I, I right. know some people are going to sit there and go, aren't you listening to God? We are. We're listening to God, but God knows our heart too. And, and, and so we really, that was a decision that we had to make. And we, we brought Lucas in on that decision of whether we were going to come here because he was giving up, you know, uh, two and a half years, right, of kids and friendships and moving down here. So, yeah, and we're going to talk 
more about this later in, 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 in the times that we do uh, talk with uh, preacher kids. So I know that Lucas has got to go, and uh, we're going to go ahead and end this show uh, right now. This is just our introduction, introduction to us. We are the Kincaids. My name is Rodney. And Shelly. And Lucas. And we are looking forward to spending some time with you um, uh, during this podcast. And um, so what we'd love for you to do is uh, make sure you go uh, uh, tell all your friends about this. Uh, we'd love for you to give us a review on Apple and all of the review places. And boy, if you wouldn't mind, if you really like to give us a five star, because it actually moves it, uh, the, the podcast up in the algorithms of, of all those systems. And, and so it's easier for people to get a hold of. Tell all your friends. We look forward to being with you uh, next week. So God bless. See you.